check out Michigan. I can make it bounce. <laughs> everybody and welcome to the fake ass radio show i am your host scab d by the way this show is on soundcloud which we actually just renewed our one well at least for one more year anyways right Woo-hoo. right Woo-hoo. kids yeah. right garrett right Lori. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Lori's yeah. here yeah. all right Lori's back hi Lori. What what's going on What's up, Lori? Hi. I miss you guys. I was going to say, back from Cuba. This uh, Cuba. this episode, by the Cuba. way, is uh, brought to you by Cubano Stogies. Mm. All right. I'm not sure where those came from. I like All those. right. I don't think those got smuggled back here. I like nope. those a lot. Nope. But we have Cubano Stogies here. 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 <laughs> and, uh, yeah, those might be going down the hatch at some point during this episode tonight. <laughs> I'm kind of excited. During this one I year. only hit one once when I was there. One one stogie. One. One hit. You didn't inhale, though. You're like, no, I didn't. I was nervous, too. I was like, I don't want to inhale this and then, like, just get sick or something stupid. (laughs) Right, because you're not a smoker. I'm the same way. Yeah, no, and I, like, you know... I'm, I'm used a- to inhaling. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> so, I'm almost, I'm almost used to, yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, used uh, to inhaling. I was like pretending. <laughs> Scarily. Scarily. The fake smoke. I was like around all these like macho tobacco farmer guys and I was like, yeah, I'm smoking this cigar. I really good right now. <laughs> we're going to smoke this stogie later on. And we're going to get sick like the kids from Sandlot. You know? Oh, my God. I love that part. It's so disgusting, though. <laughs> That's funny. Sandlot shit. Yeah. The uh, song that they play during Don't the inhale. You're not even supposed to inhale with cigars. You're just supposed to puff on it. Hey, how about the most classic of classic beats right now? Oh, the Biggie Smalls? Chris yeah. Wallace? That's the shit. That's right. Marty Marty when did he get shot? shot? In March? Uh, March Ooh. 9th. He died March 9th. So we're kind Close to uh, yeah, Arr, yeah, uh, so it's the unfortunate the- anniversary of the passing yeah. of Notorious Big March 9th. Yeah, little trivia yep. episode, perhaps. Yep. <laughs> well, going back to what I was saying a second ago, one year though, this yeah. is the one year 53 episode 53. So, one year in a row, 53 weeks in a row. I Congratulations, have been able to Gabby. put out Happy a podcast birthday. for you, G Money, the Big wonderful people, right? Joy Wild. <laughs> well, I wouldn't do it without our listeners, right. and I couldn't do it without you guys, my wonderful co-hosts. Yeah. So, shout out to you both as well. Yeah, shout out to you too, man. Couldn't do it without you guys. You knocked them all out. So it's been I a year. It's been how, how fast has a year gone? I mean, I haven't been doing it the entire year, but... The podcast tends to uh, make it go by quicker, quicker. Yeah, yeah. and um, you're like in tune with your weeks. If you want to listen back, once and 
Yeah. Yeah. It's that, it's that time management, that time management skill <laughs> makes, makes things just fly. And you can listen back to shit sometimes. I don't know. I don't always, but sometimes I'll listen back to an older episode and it'll, <laughs> it'll really put things into perspective where I was that particular oh, week. for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like a little archive, yeah, a little personality archive. archive. A little voice archive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of weeks, you had an exciting week, Lori. I did. But before we get into that, why don't you tell our lovely listeners what is uh, coming up in the old hour? Coming up in the hour, Jill Scott and Royce to five nine from Detroit, and yeah. so much more. And you so always much forget more. to say that. And so much. I mean, more. that's pretty much like yeah, expected. So much more. Hello. It should it's to be you. assumed. <laughs> yeah. Fake ass radio show. Yeah, yeah. To be assumed. Yeah. Knocking so that's what's door. coming up in the hour. All right. So, G Money, did you do anything fun this weekend? Uh, this weekend, no, I didn't do anything fun, man. I fucking like sat in my bedroom and played with my dick. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good for you. Hell yeah. Wow. <laughs> I need one of those weekends. <laughs> I feel like I do that every day. <laughs> I think at some point, some, damn, you need to get a fucking job. Some dick dedication. Yeah, this was a <laughs> this was a passerby weekend, man. This was like a real chill weekend. Like, Good for you guys. My activity was around my house this weekend, man. I didn't I, go out or anything. That's okay. But you know, I feel spring is coming, so like my spring is sprung. Yeah, that's my, uh, another thing. The, my list of weekends are filling up quickly. Actually, weather's oh, been nice. Start doing that. Lori doesn't know. She hasn't been here, but it's only I been heard. it's only been like forty nine degrees. Right, but that's still not stopping the morons from putting the tops down on the convertibles and driving around there, you know? <laughs> You're still out. Those fucking amateur-ass motherfuckers. It's not that fucking warm out. And I've seen like three or four motherfuckers driving around with the tops down, looking like idiots. Do they have scarves on? Stupid motherfuckers. Goggle glasses. and beanies. Goggle glasses. Fucking idiots. People love their convertibles, man. They're yeah. fucking idiots is what they are, man. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. If it was a sunny day, you could get the sun in your convertible with the heat blasting on you, windows up. Shh. Talk about like rookie putting shit. putting the windows what up do you know about that? convertible, that's, doesn't that defeat the purpose? <laughs> no. Like the windows are like in a glass shield. Yeah. Uh, I guess no. it just depends. It when does. When no. you're driving down the highway, you'll yeah. be only oh, yeah. a pane of glass <laughs> in front of you. Right? No. Windshield. That's it. No. That's a convertible. Lots of things in front of you. The car needs to be American as well. <laughs> it's not just a windshield. Right. It needs to be a Mustang. <laughs> must be a Mustang. Oh, yeah. A Mustang. Hey, I, I drew, actually, when I was in Cuba, I um, rode in an old Buick. It was like this old, I don't, it was probably like a 56, but I don't know exactly. I probably should have Oh, asked. shit. Rolling in the 6. It was red. Cherry oh, red. Oh, oh. It was like white on it. White wall tires. It was sick. And oh. then uh, the dude who was driving had this like white cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is probably perfect. <laughs> like, like, not kidding. This is probably the most perfect scenario I could find. Uh, that's <laughs> Other than like the the green, like lime green, different car that I saw that I would have considered. Also a convertible white interior. I was going to say, <laughs> let's. we were going to wait on your uh, Cuban talk. To what? But, uh, uh, you know. I mean, that's what I did I, this week. <laughs> I went to. I you know. I figured. Gar- hear, I figured Garrett. Nobody? I figured Garrett would have had something better. He did. He played with his dick all weekend. And then I. Man. <laughs> and you know then what? I, I wanted to talk about Ten Cloverfield Lane. I, I went oh, to well, see then that what'd movie. You see? Well, no. Let's we can let's get right into your. Okay. Let's I'm get sorry. right yeah, into I, the Cuban. I, I just man, I wish I had a better story for my Go weekend. for it. My no, it was just kind of like it was funny. Yeah. So you get there. Yeah, yeah. I get there, and so okay. So I went for school. I was learning about. Um, like the government or whatever, like learning about just a different culture, society, and government. 
um, which is more of a socialist government, um, which is kind of what some of the politics are leaning towards in the United States. Uh, it's still a little far off in my opinion, but I think with the right people in charge, it could not be that far off. So anyways, we had taken a four-hour bus ride to Toronto, and then it's a four-hour flight to Cuba. So we get there at like midnight on Saturday. So I traveled all day on Saturday to get there. And then we get there, and the first thing we want to do is go for a car ride, like a convertible car ride. But we can't because we don't have time because our agenda is packed like four things a day. What's the weather like there? It's Ooh. like 80, 88 degrees. So that's convertible weather. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. That's definitely that is a, the proper uh, weather that you need for Totes. a convertible, okay? People yeah. in Michigan right now, that's what you need. Dang. By the way, Cuba, uh, Cubano music in the background for Lori. <laughs> I don't think I heard this once when I was Little there. Desi Arnaz. Maybe I did. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I don't know who this is. He was Lucy's husband. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lucy. Oh, that's yeah. a good show. Yeah. He's really a modest guy. Cuban Pete. <laughs> yeah, I really didn't hear any of this music when I was there. By the way. You didn't know Buena Vista Social Club or not? Oh, I did go. I did go. But I like left early. I couldn't oh. take it. I was like, get me out of here. Oh man! They're, they yeah, packed like 150 pl- people in this place, and I thought it was going to be like I didn't really know anything about it, so I thought it was going to be like an auditorium size type spot like, mm-hmm. where you had like tables around like a circle shape, right? Like a half circle level levels and stuff. You get there, it's like a restaurant, and it's like rows and rows, and it was like next to an entire Chinese table, a bunch of like probably rich like Chinese, Valley people, Chinese businessmen, other people, and like a bunch of like kids over here with like all different types of kids in the group and i was like this is a lot and there was dancing and i was wearing a dress i couldn't put my arms up in the air so i was like i can't do this (laughs) hey why (laughs) couldn't you put your arms up in the air i was wearing a romper it's like a one-piece like short cute top shirt thingy well your titty's gonna pop out or something no it's just the way that it's structured oh you would have broken it yeah would have. and there would have been titties everywhere Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess, I guess that's what maybe would have happened. You would have busted the straps on it, you know? And, yeah. Well, most likely I would have busted it behind the shoulder, but... Uh, yeah, man, the titties everywhere. <laughs> I guess titties could go everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. Absolutely. All right. Titties okay. flopping. So this is... Like, you're, you're, this is at the, you're trying to... <laughs> You said you're trying to see the Buena Vista Social Club, Yeah, so right? like all the people I was with wanted to go. And, and I'm like, who is okay, the Buena fine. Vista Social Club? Not every, not many people might know who they are. I don't really know who they are. That's the problem. They are like a group of 90, they got to be 80, 90-year-old guys. It's like a whole conglomerate of Cuban musicians, and they get together, and they jam out, and they're fucking amazing. Yeah, they were good, but the atmosphere was terrible. Though. Like, I would have loved to see them in the setting that I was talking about. Uh, yeah, so like seeing them... They're phenomenal. I was like, this is not what I want to They're be doing right now. I don't want to be dancing. That's kind of cool. We didn't even talk about that in these rows. Yeah, it was cool. It was definitely cool. Um, but I, I was done. I didn't need to wait for the crowd to be at the end of the songs. Like, yeah. I didn't need to see the finale. Yeah. Right. I didn't need to try to prepare, like, be participate in the mango line or tango line, whatever the fuck you call it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I did dance with some elderly people at a, at a convent. Nice. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We like got there and we're like sitting outside and like waiting and talking. I'm like, what's going on? Like, why are we waiting so long? <laughs> and the door just kept opening and people kept coming and going up the stairs and like just passing and I was trying to like listen to her guy but I didn't feel like standing on the marble so I just like sat by the stair kind of by them and was taking pictures and stuff so anyways we ended up going inside and it's like this beautiful garden so all the buildings there have like um like 
courtyards in the center mm-hmm. and the building is built around it most places not most but a lot of them do and um this Which is had, nice that's always, always nice. beautiful I love that it's like totally beautiful yeah a lot of hotels i stay at are like that and this was restored you know? um this was a property that was restored and they also had so they had a bunch of older people like listening to someone either give like a talk or i'm not sure if it was church or what it was because it was a mexican but it was kind of like they were set, sitting like the, the way that the build the walls that go around the courtyard face yeah. so they were like looking at the center so me and girl we and one of my girlfriend saw a bench in the courtyard so we went and sat in the courtyard and then they called us up and they said something about dancing for the old people like before we got there and i was like uh I just kind of blew it off. Like, what? <laughs> like, well, you're going to make us dance with one of the old people? <laughs> and I mean, elderly no. people, all due respect. Um, so they call us up and they just kind of like give an announcement. And you could tell that they were saying that we were from the school that I go to. And, um, you know, that they're, they might probably said something about the Cuban-U.S. relationship and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, they were excited to see us. And they kind of gave us like a round of applause, like very excitedly. Hmm. And then they played a song and we just all kind of had to start like dancing on the stage. And then all these like (laughs) older ladies who were like jamming in their seats came up and like danced with us and stuff. (laughs) And I felt so weird because I was like the tallest person in the group on the stage wearing like something totally like casual. (laughs) It was like the most casual I dressed the entire time I was there was that day. (laughs) With all these old people. I think my shirt said, it said gypsy souls unite. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm just now remembering this. Oh, no. <laughs> Not That's even great. kidding. So they were like, fuck yeah, this this young gringo. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> this young gringo's on it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It was very All cool. American. They were so sweet, and they gave us so many kisses and hugs. It was really cute. Aww. But it was interesting because they keep the elderly people, the way that their, their program works is that if a family doesn't, like an elderly person doesn't have a family member take care of them at the end of their life, or near it, they don't just put them in a home. They put them in a place where they can still be social. Similar to how things are done here, but it's really expensive to do that type of thing here. Yep. Mm. So um, they actually have like the kids' school, like the like little kids, like three and four year olds, like preschool and like daycare there. So it's like these little kids with these older people mm. on one floor, and it's kind of an interesting vibe. It's very like Benjamin Buttonish. Yeah. I was like, this is interesting that this is where they go for. People who are growing younger and growing older. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get it. Interesting. Or just growing oh, younger. <laughs> All right. There you go. So it was cool. That was probably one of the cooler experiences, actually. I yeah. forgot about that. Hey, that but yeah, I did a cool. bunch of stuff while I was there. You guys know Ernest Hemingway, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so he oh, actually, yeah. the hotel I stayed in, he actually lived in for six years and wrote three books while staying there. So, just chilling at this uh, his his spot. Yeah, it was that right was in old his, Havana, uh, and it was in like the like the like historic part of the city. And you actually, from my room, you had a view of this like wall that spanned across the coast with the very or like the or like across the bay. And um, there was like a statue, and they at the first night we went to a cannon shooting ceremony from that wall. Um, Those and, things are loud. Yeah, at nine o'clock, they're they loud actually, as shit. Yeah, yeah. They actually like you know set off this cannon. They do a whole ceremony, and everyone goes and watches it like tourists. And they set it off every night at nine eight nine p.m. And it signified back in the day for all the people who lived in Havana to get inside the city walls in one of nine doors to um, avoid like enemies and pirates and stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I put that on my Instagram page. So it's kind of it was kind of a weird ceremony to see, but it really interesting at the same time. And I didn't actually hear it any other night until the last night we left. We happened to be walking in the streets at nine to go get a last minute souvenir because that was the last night when we left. 
or Sunday night when we left. So shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. Nine o'clock. Yeah. Pirates are gonna get you. <laughs> Fucking a. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, you know, it was like that when I was a kid. But it was uh, when the street lights came on. Get your ass in the house. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It might have been where that came from. Who knows, right? Right. That's a signal. You get That's in that whistle. Get in. You hear that whistle? That was for me. I had a whistle. Yeah. Um, That's what's up. Yeah. You know, I had a whistle. Had a whistle. <laughs> I did. Did you hear it? Yeah, I could hear it. <laughs> it was like a whistle whistle not like someone whistling with their mouth <laughs> no yeah that's what I'm saying like a gym whistle my dad probably could whistle for me Track pretty far whistle. away actually my dad used to know how to whistle but anyway two fingers in the mouth so I'm apologizing now for sniffing in the microphone so you guys can probably hear my disgustingness <laughs> nasal, nasal I came drink. back from uh, partying with the uh, Jewish casino trust fund babies, sweaty, doing some coke in, in Cuba. Yeah, <laughs> finest Woo! coke around. Woo! Yeah, Cuba. Cubano. What about the Fuck Cuban? Yeah, America. What about the Cuban people? Um. Well, so for the most part, everyone I met was really nice. Like there was never, I never felt like anyone was being blatantly mean. I did sense desperation at certain points, but I think people for the most part were genuinely very kind, caring people um, who took to take their heritage and culture very serious. Like, Which like is that's good. passed down, whether you're Spanish, African, Afro-Cuban, whatever it is. Like I feel like Catholic, that's a, that's a trait that's, that's Lutheran, sl- all that shit. It's it, all there. Slowly being lost here in, in the, the U.S., you know, so whatever your idea, knowing but, your own heritage, yeah, and not and not necessarily not liking other people because of their heritage. Like it, it felt very, for the most part, unified. Yeah. All right, it's yeah. very nice. Cool. Yeah, even in poverty, it felt very unified. Very nice. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, um, before I left, I did some studying on Cuba, obviously, because that's what I was doing was learning a little bit about the culture and the his, history, um, which was difficult to do, honestly, because yeah. I know you know it's difficult to learn about someone else's culture and history and like. It's cool, but, like, it's different. Like, it's not what you were taught when you were growing up for the most part. Yeah. Right? You're well, at least taught. it's, it's like, you're forced to, you know? Social studies when you're in yeah, grade school is almost boring as fuck. Like, I don't want to fucking learn about this yeah, shit. Yeah, I think you know? it's something that should be done, but it should definitely be done more of a Can we talk way. about yeah. universal languages and, like, fucking or yeah. math or something? Yeah, you know? it should be open. Fucking, fucking, like, health class? Oh, my God. What Sex ed or math. This is what we really need to learn about, yeah. you know? So, but anyway, there was a lot of people asking for money. Which oh, shit. Um, I guess at one point Havana had like a hundred thousand hookers, which uh, I did come oh. to the conclusion. Actually, uh, there was a mafia book that my teacher was passing around on the bus, and you know, in our like fifteen-hour trip there, yeah. which it's only a three-hour flight away. Um, <laughs> but no big deal. <laughs> Take a boat next time. I'm not griping. <laughs> but um, in this book, it was apparently like JFK before he was president was in Havana and was given a orgy gratis by one of the mafia like homeboys <laughs> wow as it was said in this book i was like damn well, you know, he's got a bit of a, a yeah rat, and he was like sitting know? there with his like little, he like, was a playboy like, girls on the side i was like him and his like, brother like, Bobby. I thought the last time that someone like a president was in havana was like coolidge <laughs> That's Which I did find out later is the truth. So I was like, well, JFK was here. Uh, yeah, I was going to say JFK did a bunch of So basically of work Havana in, used in to Cuba. be like, it used to be described as like the United States playground. It was like Vegas before Vegas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And before Can- like Cancun tourist spots or Cancun tourist spots. Cuba was where it was at. Okay. Yep. So, um, oh, no shit. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. So I, I mean, it's that. very interesting in heritage, like in, in history in general. I mean, they were, they've been there. There was actually Spanish a Spanish colony in Cuba before Christopher Columbus discovered the United States. 
So the Spanish had actually already colonized that area of like the world. Okay. <laughs> and the British right. then got on board and were like, oh, we're taking over everything. <laughs> and they brought all their money and their fucking casinos and Jewish accountants and shit. <laughs> so, well, Jewish accountants. Those, man, those guys are smart. <laughs> Homeboys know how to count. They know their money. Yep. So, um, good for them, I guess. <laughs> but uh, there's also a bunch of stuff going on with their Tampa Bay uh, Marlins are going to play there this week against the Cuban team, which is a big deal. Um, man, those motherfuckers can ball out, can't they, man? Yeah. Those Cubans can play some baseball, boy. Yeah, Cubans can they ball. They love that shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's I saw cool. a couple of basketball hoops when I was there. I took a picture of every single one I could. And at this art school I went to, at this art, and even on the basketball courts they were Watching playing soccer. Ball. I was like disrespecting, <laughs> disrespecting my home right now. <laughs> but I was like, let me at him. Soccer's life. Play man. some basketball. <laughs> my sandals and romper. Fucking <laughs> on. In your busted romper with your titties out. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dear God, dude. No. I'm gonna fire up this Cubano story yeah, while Let's you continue to talk Whoa. about. Yeah, I've got a lot to talk Cubano about. Cubano people. You said they've been begging. Okay, yeah. Maybe begging. Maybe begging. So one of the guys I was with, I was with a very eclectic group of people. It was like some older people, my my classmates, a couple people in between, and uh, Michael, who had been there the two years before, who also uh, contributed to a grant that us students received in order to travel there, which was amazing. Mm. So shout out to Michael and Alan. What up, fellas? What up, fellas? Yep. So, shout out um, Michael. Michael, man went missing on the beach. I'll tell you about that later. But uh, so he's like, I found last time I was here, we went to an Italian restaurant in Chinatown. And I'm like, what? In Cuba? You know what? I'm I'm looking for the Italian restaurant in Chinatown just outside Old Havana, please. What? Cuban stogie. (laughs) And we walked like 16 blocks to get there. And, um, it was a shit show. We walked through like like back like it was to the point where I was like, okay, we're definitely in the neighborhood right now. We're like in the hood. This is the hood. We're in the we're in the Cuban hood right now. Um, and we were walking, and I mean, I didn't feel too nervous about it. Honestly, like we were with a group of sixteen people. Like I probably would have had some backup if something happened, or I would have been backup. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. Um, yeah. So we get to this place, and there's a. We finally find someone on the corner who's like knows where to go, who, like, understood enough English to, like, listen to our description and know what we are talking about. Right. And he led us to um, this Italian restaurant in Chinatown. And we're standing there, and we walk up, <laughs> and Michael's, like, he, he makes a very, he's a professional, he's an anesthesiologist, so he makes a good living, right? Right. Hit that stogie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I don't think I inhaled. You look like, um... Like Madonna right now, boss, <laughs> boss like, yeah. You know, the, you know what they do in, for competitions. So like, I was like, they were talking about like a convention of tobacco farmers, and at, at, at the end of his description, I was like, so is there like a contest? Is this like the best rolled cigar or something? And they were like, uh, no, not really. And then he's like, the real contest is who can get the ash all the way down. 
Oh, who get the dangle. Because that's that baller shit. Who get the longest dangle. <laughs> um, anyway, so back to the China restaurant in, in or the Italian restaurant in Chinatown. All right. So we walk 15 blocks. We get there. Michael walks up into the thing and is like, there's like a line, like two-sided line of Cubans chilling, waiting to get into this Italian restaurant in Chinatown, right? So you know it's legit at this point. <laughs> like, right, because they've, they've... Yeah, exactly. They've, like, right. we, there was literally like no tourists around. We were it. Um so we get there and he like walks up to the front and is like he like waves at us. I was like, uh, I'm just gonna stand back here at the end of the street and just wait to see what happens because I'm not walking in front of a group of twenty Cubans who've already been waiting. When we didn't know the I ain't place, even, no Cubans. Well, we didn't even know the place <laughs> existed. Like we could it could have been out of business for all we know. We went on a wild goose chase to find this place. So we go there and uh, the wait was like an hour and a half. Days. So we waited outside for like an hour and a half. That's not bad. No, it wasn't that bad, but it was like an hour and a half in the street in Cuba. Like, okay, <laughs> it's like I was All just—I right. was like a bullseye, yeah, basically. Like, like <laughs> I was just already a bullseye, a walking target. Yeah. Like so, like, so in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I'm finally banging. out of the tourist area. I don't have to give anyone any money. <laughs> I don't have to look at the dogs being exploited with their wiener dog glasses and hats. Oh, shit. And the Pirate hats and, and shit. And the stilts walkers with the band, which is actually really fucking cool, but I can't bring a stilt person money. <laughs> it's tall enough. Here. I just can't do it. Here. It's too awkward Reach for me. Up. I'll just stay in the sidelines. Um, but yeah, so we get there and we're sitting on the thing and we were, we were not approached for 15, 20 minutes. Then this one dude walked up and I could see he had that hustle game on because he saw me and then walked over, like kind of like flicked his cigarette, like gave his buddy a heads up, like, yo, I'm going to go break off and give me some money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go hit up this brow right Yeah, this bitch yeah, looks, this looks easy. Bullseye. She looks right. Lay down. Full of picking right here. I think I got five dollars on this. But it one. just so happened to be my turn to to take the hustle, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, we might me and you my got, three y'all amigos, been getting hit up all week. Been, we were we were transferring who You've gave who money hit. when just getting a hustle all fucking week, man. Yeah, it was that hustle game, man. It was strong. <laughs> so anyway, this guy's game is really strong. Like talking to us, he talks about being a mechanic. He tells us about his hand, and he showed us his hand that was like had been he had had surgery, so his hands were like this. But he had recently been told there's doctors that can maybe make his hands go regular again. <laughs> and then also, look at my hand. You see this hand? <laughs> you see how fucked up his hand is? <laughs> also, he got it's into a give me money. Face. So he, he was also four toed. You see this? You see these toes? See four toes? toes. Give me money. I have no legs. I have no legs. <laughs> I have no legs. <laughs> I have no legs. <laughs> That's that throwback shit right there. I have no legs. If you don't know about that, you need to you need to learn something. I have no legs. If you don't know about that, it's because you probably got AIDS and died. What? <laughs> oh my god! Take, uh, take I'm not sure pretty much what that, that movie's that's exactly pretty much what that movie's about. Not totally sure, but maybe. It's about everybody getting AIDS and dying. That's what the movie Kids is about. Everybody gets AIDS and dies. Yeah. Well, you don't know that they die, but they probably do. I think they do. <laughs> you hear that, kids? <laughs> yeah. You hear is that, AIDS children? AIDS even around anymore? Yeah. Can we combat that and kill it? I think so. I mean, I, it's, I think it's on its way, now. but it's still possible to contract. I think it's in a mosquito uh, yeah. now. It probably is. You Speaking know, like, of mosquitoes, <laughs> I, think I, I think I have Zika virus. Just kidding. I don't you have Zika virus. You did say you got bit by I a got bit by a mosquito once. Guys. And it was inside a historic preservation school. 
trade school. I feel like there's, I feel like, there's just, like designer viruses. Like, they design that shit. I mean, it's probably designed by mistake. Probably. The CIA. <laughs> I mean, there might be. I'm, in fact, I just watched the Law Abiding Citizen movie. What is that? It's a movie with Gerard Butler. Hmm. The guy that plays like Spartacus, and he plays the guy in P.S. I Love You. He was yeah. in Three Hundred, right? Yeah, Three Hundred. Yeah, whatever that movie's he's called. He's in those London or uh, or he's in those Olympus, those Fallen movies. Olympus has fallen. London has fallen. He's in those. Is he? I don't know what that is, but he's sure. in this movie. It was kind of badass. Jamie Foxx is in it too. The whole time I was thinking about you loving him. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now I might be fucking it up. Not now. You know what? I'm fucking up. Jamie Foxx was in what? The other movie that it's like Olympus has fallen. You're confusing me. You know what I'm talking about, Garrett? There were two movies that came out. There was Olympus has fallen, and then there was the other movie that had Jamie Foxx in it. I know. Start with a C. Something of the state. Something I don't know. Yeah. Enemy Damn of the state. Yeah. No, that came out a while ago. God. Damn it! But no. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I, I, I know what movie is. Lori, we're losing Lori here. Lori's like what? No. Okay. Everyone knows who Dreyer <laughs> Butler is. Okay. Dear God. I was sweaty on this trip. By the way, it was hot down there. Nice. It was actually really pretty though. Like it was not too hot. It was like March in Florida, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but it was cool. It was all cool. Like apparently. bikini weather. Yeah, I wore a bikini. All right, nice. At the beach. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Where I fucking had to find a guy who was went missing for four miles. Not yeah, even kidding. One of your Someone friends we were with. They were like out in the water, and he just like went swimming. And then a while later, we're like, they're like, "Where's Michael?" We're like, "Uh, what? We don't know." <laughs> like, oh shit. I'm not. I'm not watching as, Michael. Not his like, keeper. No, he's a grown ass man. Who? Who? Where? Where's Michael? You tell me. You're with him. So apparently, so we're, we're, we're in a time and age where motherfuckers freak out. <laughs> oh my god! Well, you know, if you don't want to not take action, though. Two minutes, no reply. I mean, we just almost witnessed Damn the it, fire upstairs before the I podcast. Know. For God's sake! It's a Natalie Holloway situation. He's been kidnapped. We haven't talked about that, by the way. <laughs> what? Your fire started. Like anything can happen. Like it only takes yeah. a second. You just witness that upstairs. Maybe we'll we'll bust that out towards the end. Yeah. Anyway, so anything can happen, people. So I went searching for this guy, thinking, oh my God, like no one else is in shape. Just kidding, I didn't say that, but I did say that. I'll run down the beach. I like ran and then I. Died. I was like, okay, I can't run. I can't run. So I'm not going to make it very far. <laughs> so I just like kept walking. And then I decided, okay, he's if he's not back by now, I'm close enough where I can go check to see if he's back. If he's not back, I'll go keep walking. So I go back. I haven't found him yet. This is after I rode the banana boat for like a half hour and then swam to the sandbar. <laughs> and then I got out and I was like, oh, I think I just had a beer. And then they were like, Michael's missing. I was like, I can't even see straight yeah, right Lord's now. Like, drinking, <laughs> Lord's been drinking rum and smoking weed on the sandbar. I was, about to take a nap. Drink, I was drinking rum. I was about I was, to take a nap. Now I was, I'm yeah. not going to find Michael. Fucking <laughs> <Get> Michael. <laughs> Not even kidding. I literally had to give myself a pe- like a pep talk when I was walking. Like, uh, you can how do, do you this, do, Lori? How do you do CPR? Like, remember how to do CPR? <laughs> two, was three, it the baby? Breathe. Was it the adult? What's the number? 15, 15, 15 seconds. Two, three, where where is the clavicle? Pumps, 15 seconds. I mean, is it the two, clavicle? Two breaths, 15 pumps. Trying to tell oh, them when the, they came to help oh, that I was trying to help and they don't understand me. <laughs> 
Where's my cell phone? Yeah, I was like, Jesus. I'm like, we have no cell phones. Like, I don't even know what direction I'm facing. Nothing. I need Google. I need YouTube right now. I probably should have, like, researched what what beats we were going to so I I was aware. Like, I don't even know. Oh, God. It was crazy. I was like, oh, my goodness. So, anyway. Did you find him? You found him, Yeah, he ended up, like, someone, like, ended up chasing me down. And, like, oh, we're, you know, after I was already all the way to the point, which was, like, halfway of where I walked before. So I was like three, oh, four man. miles away at this That's point. That's easy to do oh, on a beach, too. Right. Like, like, you walk on a beach, I'm going to walk up to here. I was walking here. into the it's sun. Just nice. 20 minutes later, no you're like, no sunscreen on. Like, I was a yet? mess. It was a yeah. total mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get back, I was like, really? And then we got on the bus and they were like, we only have 45 minutes of shower before dinner. I was like, what? <laughs> Fucking Michael. <laughs> I was like, ready to be home at four, sleeping, <laughs> napping in the air conditioning, shower. Like, do you know how sweaty I am? Sweaty. We had plenty to go to the factory of art last that night which we did go but my roommate was so drunk we had to leave oh shit which was cool but like I mean I was tired at that point anyways I like you know basically rescued somebody at least rescued myself from the banana boat and sandbar like that was difficult shit and then you had to rescue a drunk person yeah which I didn't luckily have to actually rescue him he was just alive when I got back right but in my mind I was getting prepared be prepared (laughs) You gotta be prepared, man. I would never, I'll never Boy go Scouts somewhere. Motto right there. Where I don't have ready. some idea of my location. Like, you got that was Bruce probably, Willis and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta be ready. You gotta be ready for that. Anything can happen. Shit. Oh shit. Well, I'm glad you're back because I was trying to call you while you were gone. You weren't answering. Oh, I did and, finish uh, the story about the uh, guy that hustled me. So he brought over his. He was like, he found out what we did for a living. He asked what we did professionally. So I asked, I asked him, "What does your wife do professionally?" Because he was talking about his wife. Let's talk about that. Hold on. Let's talk about. Let's go back to it. Okay. Hustlers. Yeah. Like people. People there be hustling you on the streets, right? So, like, right? even at the, the restroom, if you stopped at the restroom, they'd have a, ten, a, a tenant outside or a ten, tendant outside of it. Okay. And they'd have a little, like, plate with tissue. They'd give you tissue as you walked in. And you're not, supposed to fl- you're not supposed to flush your tissue while you're there. You're supposed to put it in the toilet next to you. Okay. I and don't understand that. That's weird. It's because the um, actual, like... The, um, their tanks, their infrastructure, plumbing. like their plumbing and all that stuff. Like the worst just, in Flint. It's just not. It's not made for that type of use. Like it's. It was not made for toilet paper. No, dude. Or, or, these hold on, these hold were on, built sorry. in like the 1900s. Like, yeah. like oh, like all right. early, Damn. or even earlier than that, like 1700s. Like these Shit. buildings were all very it's made old. for liquid. Yeah. So you wipe your ass mm. and put in a. Te- uh, You're supposed to, but there's certain like huh. certain areas where you can actually like. You can probably flush it and not feel too bad. But right. I didn't. I didn't flush mine. I tried not to. See, I'd have brought any, my anywhere. flushable baby wipes and been fucking up everything. Yeah, you would have been. Too. You totally would have been. You would have been that guy. See, that's why I'm nervous for them. If they embark on a bunch of fucking dumbass Americans, overflowing toilets overflowing everywhere. Toilet. That's the only thing I feel bad about. You know, though, I did feel very, very. The only cr- thing I feel clogging up there. toilets. <laughs> Clogging up toilets. I've clogged up a few toilets in my day. Oh yeah, not gonna lie. Some people out there have some stories about that shit. Those will never hopefully come to light. But if they do, they're funny, (laughs) I guess. But anyways, anyways, people be hustling. People be hustling. So he brought over his wife, and she like was pregnant. She was this little like black chick who was like didn't speak any English, but was very like cuddly. You could tell she like you know wasn't super comfortable around people, but like did it. And uh, she was pregnant, so. 
she like rolled up on my hair. She started braiding my hair, and I was like, "No, no, like I'm okay." Like what? Like thank straight you. up grab the well, chunk I mean, it of wasn't your like hair. Super start... aggressive, but it was like, "Here, let me just very show nice." You. She probably like, touched your shoulder. I mean, she was very nice. Maybe grabbed your breast. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Scab. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes, it was just My like dress that. was still broken you know, from she, the earlier incident. I, a, I just I was, wore that I romper a, the I was entire like time. Spaghetti strap. I took one romper with me just for spaghetti, everybody else. Spaghetti, the spaghetti, <laughs> spaghetti strap. She took the strap and she kind of moved it down and touched my shoulder and then she started braiding my hair. Okay. Dude, were you watching like continue. Cuban soap operas continue. or something? There you go. Jesus. From here so on. So anyways, she just like puts a braid in my hair hair I like the whole time i'm like shit it's my turn i'm getting hustled right now oh. i can't not give money and all i had was a five dollar kook or a five kook which is their currency it's what they that call their racist. currency kook. Kook. Hey. it's not racist it's, it's their currency okay does it have a resemble they have the kook? yes what is one kook what is a kook a kook yeah. is like their dollar hmm. but it's not worth a dollar and it's only one of two forms of currency that they have there. One of two forms. What else do they have there? They have a peso, which is what the local like Cubans use. Is a peso. That's how they're paid. That's how they're like their government works. But it's not like a Mexican peso, though. No, but it's a peso is a peso. It means like it's, dollar. Yeah. It's like a word, but yeah. they have they have two different yeah. currencies. In and two they different can, yeah, they can have different values. Yeah. Hmm. Based on the country. So, anyways, um, the kook. How much? So is I ended up giving like, her five kooks, which is like. $5. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, Damn. This motherfucker got you. I got hustled, man. And it was my got turn because each ass. of us were rotating every time someone came up and hustled. Like, we felt like we gave them what we could and what we felt was appropriate. <laughs> All right. But the whole time we were talking to this <laughs> like, guy. You hustled me pretty good there. That was worth five bucks. <laughs> I like that one. I mean, I got <laughs> this, like, fancy good. braid here. Hats off to you for that one, buddy. Yes. I got this fancy braid. And yes. got a bunch of I pictures from my, 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 my classmates over there taking pictures from a distance. <laughs> Thanks for that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it was cool. I mean, whatever. I felt I felt obligated, honestly. I, I Give feel, some money. I feel like I went there studying the culture and even though I was being hustled, I still found the humanity within that. And I took everything else into account, which is why I did feel fine giving them money at the end of the day. All right. Did I love coughing up my money? Fuck no. <laughs> nope. I don't even like wasting my money in America. So, no. <laughs> Sorry. Keep it real. Sweaty yeah. Money. yeah. So, no. Did I like it? Absolutely not. Did I have a duty? Absolutely. Like, I think I even have a duty here, which is why I pay taxes. So, pay your taxes. So then up. everybody doesn't have to pay that, oh, your taxes, shit. please. All right. <laughs> That's all. So, That's all. Um, but yeah, they actually do have a really interesting healthcare system, which is like a socialized healthcare system. And the dude with the four toes, he had gotten to an accident. He got hit by a car on his bike. He is a mechanic. He does have a baby on, two babies on the way. He had twins, which her belly was really small. So they're probably going to be really tiny babies. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. They got um, Zika. Zika. No, no, no. I don't think so. I hope not. <laughs> Dear Lord. But anyways, um, he didn't. He wasn't in debt because of his serious injury that caused him from maybe not having more opportunity. Right. I can't even imagine me hmm. having kid uh, twins. <laughs> That's what you got. Being out of put that. in the position <laughs> of like having twins, two at the same. What are you? Scav. It's twins. <laughs> Damn, that's a new gun. Scav, 
Scav? <laughs> yeah, that was me. That was me. <laughs> Killing myself. Twins. Yeah, and it's yeah. not um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and fucking Danny DeVito either. <laughs> no. All right. All right, so last so, thing about Cuba. That's, uh, oh, one last thing. Um, so I did go for a car ride in an old Buick. It was an old Buick convertible. Oh, yeah. We ended up going into a cemetery, which was pretty neat. Oh. Yeah, we got lucky. They it wasn't it's not normally open on the day that we were there, but it, but it was and we pulled in. They were like it's it's five kooks a person. Obviously the taxi driver doesn't have to pay. And um it's like Vegas. We didn't want to pay five dollars. <laughs> we didn't want to play five kooks. We're like, no, this we 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 get the point. Like we don't need to stay. We've seen plenty of this trip. Like we're good. But he ended up um letting us drive through like drive through to get out to the next exit but didn't have to like turn around and go out the like real exit you know so we got to see a little bit of it but it was really cool Hmm. but the uh the puke ride was awesome it was weird smelling all the smells that old cars give off it was like being in the dream cruise like a 70s buick yeah like all kind i mean i saw some of the sickest old school range rovers Range like, Rovers, huh? Or Jeeps. Some badass old Jeeps. And Jeeps, huh? Fuck yeah. Range Rovers and nice. Jeeps. Yeah. That's it Cuba. was cool. It was, I love Jeeps. Oh, yeah. I like Range Rovers and Jeeps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jeeps are my shit. I have a Jeep. I love Actually, Jeeps. Actually, might have took a couple pictures. If I, I'll, I'll show my pictures. Yeah, Instagram. Underscore Lori Wild underscore. Yeah. Underscore Lori Wild. Instagram. So I have lots joint. more about Cuba, but that's all I'm going to share today. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, up? that was Lori's... Cubano trip. Yeah. Fucking A, man. So you had a Scary good time, shit. Man. Now I've got Zika. Cool my nose my nose capillaries are all blown out from snorting coke all <laughs> week. Yeah. I'm Hell totally yeah. kidding about that, everybody, by the way. I don't have Zika. And I was not, nor have I ever done coke. <laughs> and would never. I'm anxious to hear more stories. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good shit, Lori. Thanks. Yeah. It was fun. It was worth it. It was weird getting used to being around 16 people I didn't really know. Yeah. Not gonna lie, that was challenging. Big, big group. Very challenging. Sounds like radio school. <laughs> Sounds like any kind of school. But Put you in different. a, yeah. Sounds <laughs> like radio school. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, this is different. Horrible. But it was cool. It was cool. I like to say that I got to know more people, but I didn't. I know, I knew, I got to know a handful. Is eight, Lori, seven people. Is Lori a better person for it? Yes. All right. There you I go. You guys sure. that question. I was like, nice. Mm. <laughs> yes, I am. It was great. Okay. Your world's expanded. Good. Boom. Boom. Cool. All right. Well, shit, real quick. I thought this was interesting. Um, in Charleston, Massachusetts, um, there is an SUV that is supposedly driving around and hitting up passersby on the road and challenging them to rap battles. Sick. <laughs> oh, yeah, they uh, these guys uh, these guys they just get out and they just start rapping to people and ask them, "Hey, you want to spit some bars?" And, and so police in uh, in Charleston are are basically telling people be on the lookout for these guys that are <laughs> rapping you to, to to battle rap them. So, <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> what? Why like, are they having? The, I mean, I guess beware. Be on the lookout. If you, you're really scared of rap bars, <laughs> if you're, there's a rapper like, group of scared of hip hop or SUVs. I mean, rappers, maybe. we're gonna get you. But I mean, they don't seem to be dangerous by any means. They're just sort of challenging rappers. random people to rap battles. Which Overall, I, wearing rappers. <laughs> MNWA. Oh, I thought that was awesome. That, that is that awesome. Shit. That is awesome. We should follow up on that story. That's on some, um, what is that, um, flash mob type shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, you know, totally. it's like very random on the spot, like, 
you're involving other people that have no clue what the hell is going on, you know? Totally. Like, whoa, what? What? What is this? (laughs) We need to find out who that is. Yeah, we battling. What's up? I was was approached when I was in Chicago. I got kind of hit up, like how Lori was getting hit up in Cuban, Cubano, (laughs) Cuba. Uh, How she was getting hit up for money. Uh, This dude came up to me and just started freestyling to me. And uh, clearly he wanted money. But uh, <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna spit some bars for you, and and if you like it, give me some money, you know. And I was wearing a Spider-Man shirt, and he wasn't all that great, but he he did throw in a Spider-Man reference. Ooh. He said he was gonna crawl down the wall like Peter Parker, and uh, I was like, you know, all right, all right, stop, okay, stop. You're good. Here's five bucks. Good job. Five excellent, excellent work, my friend. You have earned it. That was a good hustle. Well. That was yeah. a really good hustle. Great. You know, but, one uh, last thing about Cuba. I did see one of the oldest barber shops in Cuba. I got to go in it. They had the steepest, most like twisty stairs, marble stairs up to this like fourth floor spot. Huh. And it was old barbershop. They had, like, renovated the entire, like, alleyway. It used to be one of the ugliest alleyways in Cuba. And they renovated. There's, like, art all over the walls and, like, a couple of restaurants. And Dope. they're opening up an actual barbershop. And, like, it's it's it was interesting. Dope. Yeah, so bars in the barbershop. <laughs> Speaking of bars, man, dope. going back to these rappers, these, these, rappers. these MCs, man. <laughs> they just go out and they ask, you want to spit some bars? <laughs> I and like you either want to spit bars or you don't. Maybe they, maybe some people they're asking don't even know. Bars is um, what is a bar? It's like two rhymes. Uh, a bar is two a, a rhymes. Four count. A four count's a bar. Sixteen. Sixteen. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I'm 16. a fucking drummer. And I don't even know, man. I don't even fucking know. A bar is a four count. Sixteen bars. I'm be ready for fucking. I'm be ready for these fuckers. They come to me. They bet not approach me. I'm be like, yo, yo, check it, yo, yo. All right, look. All right, look. I obliterate crews. You look like you got shit on your shoes. Oh, you like that shit? My shit is gangster. My shit is important. I come with more shit. I'll cut you with a katana blade that I stuck through a large mouth bass. That's a swordfish. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm ready for these fuckers, man. They want to come fuck with me. I'm ready for them. All right. You, gotta have you hear me, dude. Charleston Mass? Scab- fuck with Scab D? Scab D's looking for you. <laughs> I got bars. Come fuck with scabby. I got gun bars too, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gun bars. I don't have any right now. Who's but Charleston? I got fucking gun bars. <laughs> Charleston. Didn't you live in Massachusetts? I did, yeah. What up, fucking Charleston? Where is talking Charleston? shit. No, I'm just kidding. What up, Charleston? Hey, you, you've been the DJ, uh, Stan. Oh, I'll, be, I'll be your hype, man. That's right. God damn it. I got some battle raps, man. I can, you know, I'll step on from out from behind the decks and behind the drums, get on the mic. I just hope you wear your Spider-Man shirt. They might have some material for me then, you know? It might be an easy target. It's like the HGTV show where they, like, travel around and find people that 
Home Depot to make a make a bathroom for or some shit. Do you need a bathroom done for you? Is that what they do? <laughs> yeah, they do like whatever, like a home, like a whatever home repair they were at Why the, the store fuck shopping can't for. People do that for Heather and I. We're there. What do you every mean you're about to get the bar? You're about to get bar wraps. I have to go to Home Depot sometimes four times every fucking weekend just because I didn't get the right part the first time. I fucking grabbed the wrong shit and I had to return the other part and grab the other. Eh, you just like the hot dogs. On. There's always like a four trip <laughs> process. You just like the hot dogs. The sausages. Sausages. The sausage girl's cute at Home Depot. Okay. Yeah. What do you say? Talking about battle rappers and shit. You want to get some music? Mm -hmm. All right. Fucking here we go. I got battle raps. I'll cut your ass with my battle axe. Like that motherfucker in Seattle. Okay. All right. <laughs> Did you hear about that? That guy, uh, it wasn't a battle axe, but he, he went in with a machete. With a machete. Yeah. I got some ICP shit. <laughs> right. Apparently that's in the same neighborhood that my house is in Seattle is in. So, yeah. That's my hood in Seattle. Those are your neighbors. Machete-wielding fucks. But, luckily, somebody had a gun. And they blasted that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. They blasted that motherfucker for uh, not coming correct. So there you go. Don't fuck around in that hood. That almost makes me feel safer. Yeah. Glory. Word. Man, it's been a minute. It's back, been a minute since we've heard your music. What you got? Um, I'm playing Jill Scott. I like Jill Scott. Yeah, yeah, Jill Scott is the woman. She really is. She's awesome. She's super creative she's got a good vibe she's beautiful she's got style she's actually 43 years old wow yeah which is pretty really cool. yeah that's what i say about us right she, she looks, looks awesome she's a pretty bbw woman mm-hmm yep so i'm playing jill scott i was into this music probably like 2007 2007 yep i think the All song right. i feel like this album came out in 2004 but i'm not 100 percent sure about that I feel like it is. But anyway, I'm playing a song called Golden, and it is off of the album Beautifully Human, Words and Sounds, Volume 2. Um, Jill Scott is from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. What up, Philly? Um, she was discovered by Questlove. I feel like you guys... I was going to say Philly's home of the legendary Roots crew. Yeah, the Roots, yeah, uh, love Questlove Roots. had discovered her, whatever that means. Questo! And uh, the Roots were actually in town last week. Yeah. I was kind of bummed I missed it. Detroit. Yeah. At some random place, too. I was happy to hear that, to be honest. Westlove got them um, beats, boy. Yep. He's got them. I've, yep. I've seen the Roots like seven times in concert. They I know. They just always would pop up. One of the best performers. I love watching them. Mm-hmm. I need to see them. They yeah. kill it every time. Every time. It was yeah. a joke. They would always just be on a random show. Random like, show. Oh, shit, the Roots, are, yeah. the roots are here, too. Oh, <laughs> it sounds like Next, they're still yeah. doing that. Before they were, yeah. you know, before they were the Roots. Yeah. They were touring everywhere. <laughs> yeah. they, they were on that tip. <laughs> Grinding. Gods. Yep. Um, so this is Jill Scott. The song is called Golden. And again, it's off of her album, Beautifully Human, Words and Sounds, Volume 2. Um, this is the Fake Ass Radio Show. I'm Lori Wilde with Scabby and G Money. Hey, oh, hey, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm taking my freedom, pulling it off the shelf, putting it on my chain. Freedom, putting it in my car. 
life. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. We live that life. That's another good God. song right there. On the fake Rhythm. radio show. Yep. Fucking that bass Jill line. Scott. Golden. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a quest love uh, vibe. Philadelphia type thing happening yeah. uh, happening with that track. Girl. I like the name of the album, Beautifully Human. Like, we're all human people. We are and we're all, all beautiful. Human. And yep. we're all different. In your own way. I'm like, not going to say that I can, you know, like everybody in the world. <laughs> There's one thing that's beautiful on all of us, you know? Like little snowflakes. Yeah. Totally. Individually different. Over you see my taint. Little, my little taint snowflakes. is what makes me beautiful. Man. This beautiful taint. You just heard little snowflakes and thought, huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ruin it with my beautiful taint. Scam does have a nice taint. <laughs> You would know. It's wonderful. My, <laughs> you guys are bud buddies over here. My per diem. I listen to you when I'm away. I listen to what you talk about when I'm away. What's it called? You guys sound like a bunch of fucking brothers. <laughs> my per, perennium. You guys are like, ooh. My per diem. <laughs> my per diem. Love you. My per diem. I love you too. I call it your per diem. Let's talk about feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Nerf. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Scavenge money getting all fucking sentimental. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, bro. I'm gonna correct you guys now. Love it was Kasich, the the Republican nominee or oh, possible yeah. nominee is Kasich. We butchered that. That's okay. That's okay. Cashy. I knew what you're what talking about. Cashy. You guys wanted to be Cashic so <laughs> bad. After tonight, <laughs> After tonight, he's Cassius not even gonna Clay. matter. Yeah, Muhammad Ali for president. Cassic Clay. Hey, you know he is a good. He's a good though. He's the only one who's actually held his, his yeah. composure through this entire thing. I think so too. I'm sorry, but that yeah, says a lot. You I know how mean. difficult it is to like not get riled up talking about that shit. I just kind of learned about him after we butchered his name that episode. Uh, yeah, fuck it. That's okay. I just called you guys out. That's yeah, all. That's real. <laughs> Fact checking us. I mean, I was listening. Fact checking the shit out of us. It's all good. We need it. Just say the man's sweaty, name right. Sweaty. <laughs> we just say the man's name right. Every time I say that word, though, I do think of that now. I literally hear myself every single time I say it. <laughs> you should. <laughs> oh, shit. I do say it. That means my audience does too. Sweaty. <laughs> so fucking gross. Sweaty. So I'm done my job then. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I listen, I hear, I think about all the people who know how I sound when I say sweaty. Sweaty. <laughs> And just imagine Lori. How do you say, how else is it? Sweaty. <laughs> do I need to play back the whole reel? Sweaty. <laughs> say, it like a, say it like a lady. Say it like a lady. Sweaty. I'm a little sweaty. <laughs> Sweat my ass off. I probably lost 10 pounds just sweating in my apartment. I imagine Lori. myself like hammered on a beach with like sweaty bathing suit. Like, I feel like I should be like sitting down in New Orleans sweaty. Sweaty from the humidity. Bandana wrapped around my head. Oh, shit. Sweat. Mm-hmm. Keeping the sweat out of my brow. Sweat my ass off. Sweating. Sweaty. Sweaty. Sweaty from the humidity. Sweat. Sweat. Sweaty balls and vagina. Oh, man. Only the good. That sound yeah, clip is killer, man. Only the goody, right? And that's the first time I've heard that. Thank you. What the fuck? I think I took four, four episodes to compile that. Oh, said it. Oh, my man, God. Man. Dude. Lori never said sweaty ever again Damn. after that. Yes, I did. I definitely did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Mm. I say, I tell you, I say, you know. Okay? You know. That's my a. thing. I go, you know. After like, I say a, um, I say you know? a lot. Uh, I fucking you know, all those. Like a from this Canada. shit happens. You We're know? beautifully human. We're beautifully We're not human. From Canada, but you I say know. A. You know. A. You know. You know. Yeah. So who's next? G, G- money. Yeah. What you got? Uh, 
I got Royce the five nine. Tunage. Oh, Royce, my man, local yeah. boy. Detroit. Oh, dude, love this guy. Uh, Royce love him. Is, uh, has been Eminem's right hand man in uh, several several songs. Um, but yeah, this song is um, called Tabernacle. Oh shit, Tabernacle. Yeah. And uh, Royce the Five Nine has a uh, an album just came out not too long ago, uh, Prime with uh, DJ Premier. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's awesome great. album. Oh, it's amazing. Great beats, fucking uh, amazing. Royce is just a dope ass rapper, man. He just a uh, great storyteller. His rhymes are right on point. I mean, uh, he just uh, rides a beat perfectly. And he, uh, in this song, he's uh, going into a little bit more of a storytelling mode. And uh, the name of the song is Tabernacle, okay. and it's about uh, it's about um, his uh, his uh, his starting um, starting out with uh, rapping and where he, uh, where it took him. But uh, yeah, interesting song. Listen up, I got a story to tell. Yeah, okay. it's, a, it's a dope story All too. Right. So we'll listen to it. Yeah, yeah. So um, check it out. It's uh, Tabernacle, Royce the Five Nine. It's uh, going to be off of his new Layers album coming out April 15th. So uh, check that out. Should be fucking good. And, uh, you know, listen to some beats and jams with Lori Wild, G Money, Scab D, and the Fake Ass Radio Show. I want to share some shit with y'all. All truth. All truth. Uh, like I'm standing inside a tabernacle I promise not to lie in not one of these verses I started out as a battle rapper All I knew was max sales, ADATs, stats, and gats uh, My name is Ryan Daniel Montgomery Recovering alcoholic, I grew up on Nine Mile uh, I'm not a gangster, drug dealer, thug nigga Just an MC who made a name with his rhyme style Now, sometime around 95, I found my calling And that all coincides with the time that I found my darling Now later on in the story, I'll tell you her significance But now let's talk about me specifically Three brothers and one sister, see My daddy taught me consistency with his fucking Patterns. Hallelujah, I'm the son of an addict. My addiction was music. All I would do was go to the studio in the shelter and listen to Red Man and Helter Skelter. Hey, y'all remember that one joint from the Helter Skelter album called Sean Price? Be like, I'm not sure any. Yeah, that was my shit. I used to bump that shit all day. By this time, I knew I wanted to be an artist. I didn't want to be anything else. You know, but my mom had plans for me. She wanted me to go to school. So, you know. To make moms happy, I took some general courses in college. Took the bus until I got hella bored with that. Because the bus stop I had to walk to was right across from the first studio I ever recorded at. Now I would have to assume that it was either meant for me to be rapping or meant for me to be laughing at God's geographical humor. As soon as I stepped foot in the open mic, it was like a reunion. I was a shoo I met Kino there too, and he asked me to manage me. And I was back in like, let me see, 9-7. My girl was pregnant, hurdles was prevalent. And it was therapeutic just for me to breathe into my mic Started learning why the Lord put certain people in my life And the way he started blessing me uh, I guess before my inner demons got the best of me Like sneezing was my vice Needless to say that December 29th was the day I became a believer in faith Okay, now it's December 28th My day is going great Keno booked me a show under contract to do that night I got a call from my girls People saying she in labor in the hospital right now Ninth floor I get on the elevator Elevator stops on the fifth floor Floor elevator opens up, my uncle's standing there crying. Now I'm caught off guard. I'm like, what the fuck? My uncle's standing there like Ryan A that way. I walk out, I see my mama and that entire side of my family looking like it's some kind of drama happening. I said, what happened? They like Granny's been in the bad accident, and it ain't 
looking good. I'm like, man, what? I'm having a baby four flows up before I froze up. I'm trying to figure out why the Lord chose us or maybe chose me to ride in this emotional roller coaster. My mama said, the baby here yet? I said, maybe. She said, maybe, baby, go see. I walk away feeling like a good father the same time as a terrible son. Get to my girl. She five centimeters dilated, so I waited. She got to get to about nine till it's that time. And meanwhile, I'm more popular in this hospital than a doctor. Nurses watching, whispering like, that's the one right there. Who got the lady in labor on nine and the other lady dying on five. By this time, I don't even fucking remember that I got a show. Somebody had to remind me. The doors is already open at the venue. I got emotions running every which way. All the nurses and stuff is like, we'll keep you posted about the baby. We'll keep you posted about your granny. I didn't like seeing my mama like that. So I had to get out of there. Yeah, I hit the stage at 11.50, killed it. I got off at about midnight with about six types of different emotions floating around inside me, hopeless, trying to find me, hoping in time God will guide me in the future. Just as I was about to leave out, I saw Kino talking to Marshall, and then he introduced us. We talked about collaborating and how chasing this rap thing is aggravating. But I'll get back, I got the family waiting. I get to skating. As soon as I get to the hospital, they tell me that my granny didn't make it. She just died, I'm feeling helpless it hurt me on the flip side my little boy is healthy in the nursery i picked him up looked in his eyes for the first time and just cried ain't no denying this is the power of god i said i love you granny and look to the sky like even though he just got here goodbye this is how the story goes powerful day powerful day most significant day of my life Aside from meeting my man Marshall, my son being born, and my granny dying on the same day, my grandma didn't live anywhere near that hospital. I learned a lot this day. This is how this I learned that the universe has this way of balancing itself out. For me to lose such a beautiful soul in my granny, and gain such a beautiful soul with my firstborn son, Lil Royce, he showed me that God is real. God is real. And you know what they say, God giveth, God taketh away. Oh my lord. Layers. Layers. Royce 5 9. Layers. Kind of a really good song, actually. It's an amazing Um, song. That story is legit. When you can rap and tell a story, I feel like there's something to be said about an MC that can do that. He's a beastie rapper. They can write some some bars about uh, a story and tell a story. Yep. I think it takes a good writer to be able to, like, pull that emotional string, you know, on all layers of music. Hip hop, rock, you know what I mean. When I mean, you can tie into an emotional string, that you can relate to that song. And, totally. Yeah, and I think Royce has that that skill when he writes. I think that's why I've always liked hip hop. To be honest, I've always felt very moved by lyrics. Yeah. Whether they were like derogatory or not. Yeah. Which is kind of <laughs> fucked up. But. Yeah. So you'll find some of your rawest lyrics in a lot yeah. of hip hop. Yeah. You know? Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's fucking brutal. Sometimes it's a combination of a bunch of things sometimes it's thrift store sometimes it's <laughs> right dumb sometimes it's like emotionally like culturally moving you know what i mean right changes the fucking generation true yeah i dig that shit i like Royce by that that's a good one <laughs> i give it two thumbs up yeah sweet totes you mentioned uh pulling an emotional string and uh royce to five nine mentions at the end of that last song his his grandmother passes away and uh we find myself here 
and I haven't really told many people this, and um, my grandpa actually passed away over the weekend. Oh, no. Oh, man. Yeah. And, um, Sorry to hear that, Scout. Yeah, it sucks. And, it totally uh, sucks. So that. now we've come to the part of the show where Scav might cry. Um, <laughs> um, my, uh, I, I wasn't even going to bring it up, you know, but my, uh, my sister, she just, she wrote something so nice about my grandpa on the old Facebook, and I'm, I'm going to read it. Keep it real, cool. All right? Good I'm going to read this shit. Yeah. All right, here we go. Um, my grandfather's name was Dewey Rainwater. Get it? Dewey Rainwater? He didn't either. At least not for the first 20 years of his life. You know, when you wake up in the morning and everything is shimmering with a fresh sprinkling of rainwater, everything is covered in dew. It's a little dewy, right? Dewy Rainwater? That's him. But... He didn't fully grasp the subtle humor of his name until a secretary raised her eyebrow at him and questioned whether or not he was trying to pull a fast one on her. (laughs) Subtle Subtle humor was what he was best at. He bragged about how he flew an LMD in the Air Force. LMD meaning large mahogany desk. He (laughs) (laughs) He served in Germany, but the only German words he knew were you are one ugly chicken, which he would lovingly whisper in my grandmother's ear. <laughs> when you'd ask him to smile, you, you'd get one of two signature looks. Eyebrows up, eyes wide, and a comically large tooth-filled grin, or eyes squinted and tongue out. On a few rare occasions, he'd simply take his teeth out. Aww. Yeah. How old was he? Oh, God. Um, There were other qualities about him that were less subtle. His kindness, affection, and warmth. Growing up in my grandfather's house, or I should say grandparents, was very much like a second home to me. I spent many summers there, and during most of the time, I basically adhered to my grandfather. And she did. My sister was over there a lot in the summer because my brother and I were fucking maniacs. And, and there was no way my parents were going to leave her there. So, oh, man. Um, she spent many summers there. And uh, wherever he was sitting, I was right there on his lap. That's why he called me Wart. We'd go out to breakfast many mornings to the same spot day after day. Each time when a familiar face would walk through the door, my grandfather would introduce me as his wart with pride. Oh my <laughs> god, is, this is good. Let's call my sister wart. Dewey. Like most warts do, I got bigger, and as his Alzheimer's slowly started to chip away at his memory, our time together changed. There was still laughter and lots of love, but many times the conversations exchanged were always the same over and over. When are you done with school? When are you getting married? When are you having a baby? He'd ask me these questions time and time again, never remembering that I had just answered him a few minutes earlier. Mm. But that's where his mind was. He literally thought about his family and their well-being all the time. And he wanted nothing more than his loved ones to be happy and healthy. Uh, When are you going to have a baby? He'd ask, someday... She would reply, but not today. 
Until one day I did, and I'm saying I, it's really my sister, and I don't know we if all the know. audience is lost you. yet. We but, got you. Um, I did. She did. She had a beautiful baby boy. Um, my nephew, Sean Michael, a.k.a. Baby Stacy. You've heard him on the show before. Stacy. Um, for the past eight months, I've had the repeated joy of introducing him to my grandfather as his great-grandson. Whose baby is this, he'd ask. His eyes would sparkle again, and his smile would get bigger, and he would do everything in his power to make this tiny baby giggle. And with each introduction, I'd feel joy and sorrow. Joy because my grandfather, or to my grandfather, this was new to him, and sorrow because at any given time, I knew he wouldn't remember my son anymore, and as time progressed, he would no longer remember his wart. As much as it pains me to say I'm thankful that he went quickly, which he did, uh, because of this disease, he was trapped in a mind that was failing, but now he is free. And he is free to do exactly what he did best, which is watch over his family. So... In honor of a truly great man, I ask that you help me celebrate his wonderful life by doing any of the following. One, <laughs> help yourself to some fish and chips. <laughs> Two, eat lots of sweets, especially ice cream. Three, wear some coveralls and walk around your house strumming the same tune on the banjo, which he did a bunch of times because he loved bluegrass. Aww. And then four, hug someone you love. Aww, that's... <laughs> Grandpa, I'm heartbroken that you had to leave, but I know you're happy where you are. Love ya. Your wart. Aww. My stuff, sister wrote that. You should give her a round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a round of applause oh, for that. Do we? Do we rain water? Do we rain oh water? My That's such a cool fucking name. Yeah. What up, though, man? Do we? Good shit. Long life. You know, Alzheimer's is a oh terrible disease. Yeah. And I wasn't going to do that. No, I'm Good glad stuff. that you did. Good How stuff. appropriate. Yeah. Your anniversary. <laughs> like, that was good. That's real, man. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. That's real shit. It's, right it's good to get that real shit off your chest. It's a beautiful yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that was, that's <sighs> a story sister, that will live on forever. Yeah, yeah, my sister's yeah. a great writer. She really is. She's phenomenal. <laughs> and you get a little raw moment out of me, too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Did you I'll, give her a round of applause? Like, I did. You uh, no. Yeah, there, was, there was so much light, <laughs> light, wonderful. Oh. Round second of standing ovation. Thank you, Julie. That yeah, was wonderful. You, you made me cry. You made us all cry. Rest and, in and, peace. And smile. Dewey. And smile at the same time. Dewey Rainwater. That's my grandpa. <laughs> Rest in peace. All right. Dude, I gotta move on with the show after this. You're all right. You got <laughs> this. Come on. Do it for your grandpa. All right. Uh, last song of the night. I'm not going to play bluegrass. I don't like bluegrass. My grandpa did. I'm not going <laughs> to play hip hop. Right, I'm fucking sad right now. Dude, taught you right. All right. Um, I'm going to play. Um, I don't. I can't even really say who I'm going to play. It's a DJ MB. Okay. It's actually uh, this dude named Promo. He's a Swedish rapper. Okay. Um, and I really can't tell you much more about that because I've only heard a handful of his albums. Um. He, uh, you know, he just sounds like a great, awesome white rapper, you know. Uh, he's part of the group Loop Troop Rockers, 
And then DJ MB is part of this group. And then that's whose album I'm playing off of tonight. All right. It's not actually an album. It's an EP. Okay. All right. It's not an LP. It's an extended play, which I don't really know what the hell that means either. An EP (laughs) means it has half as many songs. Right. Clueless. It's called called Ambitious Art, uh, the Ambitious Art EP. All right. And it was six instrumentals. Two of them feature people rapping on them and this is one of them and uh the guy rapping on the song his name's promo all right this is a great beat it's got a rugged underground sound quality which i like and uh yeah i'm uh not even gonna talk this one up i'm just gonna let the beat ride Woo-woo. all right fake ass radio show scab d g money Lori wild is back Not just 
just by battling or public ridicule. I make your life a living hell before I ultimately finish you. Make me slip on tennis shoe, put you off the pinnacle. Cause I'm cynical, this beat down is critical. This beat sound is radical, hardcore political. So clean it's clinical, your weak shit is pitiful. You petty fool, I bet your whole city's full of imbeciles that ain't never been to school. Rhyme of the voice disorder, so we can't tell it's you. But when I rhyme, I cause world disorder and kill your crew on some World War II. Shit, I'm housing motherfuckers like the beast said. This is what beast said. It's like a weed head to his bag of ism. Magnetism. It's like corruption and communism. Magnetism. It's like slavery and capitalism. Magnetism. It's like injustices and cataclysm. Magnetism. Yeah, me and my pen. Magnetism. What, what? Me and my friends. Magnetism. And being dope beats. Magnetism. Hey, yo, it's me and them beats. Magnetism. Hey, yo, it's me and dope rap. Magnetism. Blue poop on hot cracks. Magnetism. Devious cheese and platinum plaques. Magnetism. Hey, yo, take me out with the sack. The sack. Sound like I said, mm-hmm. that underground tunage. Spit too. It was a rhyme spitter. So there you go. A little music, a little bit of everything in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. A little bit of me crying like a bitch. Nah. Are you kidding me, dude? Come on. Life is life. Oh, man. It's supposed to, it's supposed, it's supposed yeah, to feel something. You're right. Uh, you know, in fact, before I left. I heard. I remember hearing this. Someone talking about something. I can't remember what it was, but it said that, or they were saying that, if you don't react to art, that's a bad thing. Like that's you're right. supposed to feel any kind of emotion about yeah. art, and that's like life. Re- react to our art. Re- react to life. What's wrong that, with that? That I just cried. Yeah. You should be crying too. Hey, react to that shit. Cry. Talk. <laughs> Like Whatever grandpa you just do, died. Get your mind right. True. <laughs> Whatever you need to do, get your mind right. It is weird to say that uh, it's a weird statistic that I don't have any more grandfathers. 
I, yeah, I haven't had grandpa's gone. for a long time. They're all gone. I've had one for a long time. You were lucky to have your grandma for a long time. Mm -hmm. he, yeah. he lived a good life. Grandma's you know, still I think, around, I think though. he was blessed that he got to meet his grandson <laughs> Shit. every day. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> God, what do you have? Is that an what iPhone kind of six? Brick, that was a dead brick body. What phone is that? <laughs> iPhone six, six pounds. That was just the uh, Cuban crawling out of my luggage. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a brick. It's Cuban Pete. Don't face. mind That's him. Just Cuban Pete. We just put him to work in the in the rafters. <laughs> that, that was my dick. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> God, Gary, it's time of day. It's, you haven't you haven't played with your dick today yet, so it's that time. <laughs> it is that time. Dear Lord. Show you right. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna, All right. Hey. Shout out to G-Money, Dick. <laughs> you got any other shout outs? Co-hosts? Uh, um, I just want to shout out, every, uh, shout out everybody. What up? Uh, what up, Cuba? I think that's an interesting situation there. I really hope that it turns out positive. Um, shout out to all my people I travel with. My uh, three manguito, do you know who you are? <laughs> um, actually, I had a friend reach out before I left and said that she listens to this show. She's a flight attendant. She listens to it when she travels from Detroit to Atlanta. And she said, we're killing it. <laughs> so, you know, anyone who lives outside of the state who listens, please pass it along. Like, seriously. Review help us. Help some people out. Review us. Share us. I mean, if you really want to engage, engage. We'll say what up. Yeah. Just share us. Yeah, right. we're, done, we're, we're, we're down to collaborate. We're into the group thing. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> I'm definitely right. into the group thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Anywho, Garrett, what are your shout-outs? Oh, I'm on Instagram, underscore Lori Wild. Instagram, I'm also on Facebook. we on that SoundCloud. We're up everywhere. Uh, yep. I just want to shout-out a couple people. Uh, shout-out Dante LaSalle. Dante! One of my uh, one of my homies goes. Uh, we go way back, back when like the internet was first getting established and shit. Okay, and, uh, yeah, he's, he's he's just a cool ass homie. And shout out Dan Tillery. Um, to have uh, I've talked to him uh, recently, and congratulations on the new album, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and all of our listeners, check us out. We love you, Fake Ass Radio. Uh, wants to. Make sure that you listen to us and us only. And uh, yeah, give us a review. I mean, seriously, I was listening to the regular radio yesterday and I was like, what it's is this boring. girl talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Step your game up. I can't. God, all it is, you it. can't swear. Like, Man, come on. Put on the fake ass radio show. <laughs> As I swear like 20 times, 25 million times an episode. It is hard. It is hard. Swear. But yeah. it's whatever. I mean, if you know, if you have a problem with us swearing, just write in. We'll try to do our best to I accommodate mean, your request. You know. I challenge myself often to stop. You may want to take notice. I might come with a story next week of a dude who kind of challenged us because we swear too much. Okay? Oh, really? Yeah, let's hear it. While oh my you're God. on that yeah, subject, let's talk okay. about it. All right, so All right yeah. I'll tease next right. week. Uh, let's, I, will, let's, let's, I will tease that, and then we also will have, hopefully, a musical guest, Sam Van Wagoner, yeah, next week. Yeah, okay? cool. Yeah, Local, amazing, wonderful musician, Sam Van Wagoner, next week. Can I say one thing? One thing. Hold on. Okay, now you may say it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> this weekend is the Nain Rouge Parade in Detroit. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the Nain Rouge. Um, I'm going to be at the Brainerd Street Bowl, bowl which is a indoor skating bowl, um, helping pass out T-shirts and food and saying what up. We're promoting a cleanup that we're doing in spring at okay. the uh, for nice. the community oh, push right. folks over at the uh, WIG. Good shit. All right. Yeah, yeah. 
So we'll be there Sunday morning, <laughs> 10, 11, 12, whatever. Yeah. Be there. Come on, come through. Come see some skate, skateboarders yeah. doing yeah. crazy shit. Check, check them out. Do yeah. that. Yeah. Kickflip. Sounds like fun. All you gotta do is swing through. It's like an open house, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of a little 50-50 grind, around, around something like that. You know, so. No, we won't have that. This is a little, little less okay. intense like the other one was. And then do a little varial flip. Sure. Something like that. Oh, yeah. You'll see some skateboard. Boss one of those. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. See, you see some shit. How about you, Scott? All right. Well, shout out to my family. Oh, yeah. Shout out to <laughs> In their time of need. All right. Do shout it. out to my family. And shout out to you, the lovely listener. And shout out to podcasters everywhere. And everyone doing fake ass radio. Mm-hmm. That's my piece. Yeah. All right. I'm Scab D, short for Scab in Detroit. Google me. Give me a Google. Give me a Google. Google. Googs. You might find me on uh, Instagram. Might find me on Bandcamp. Might find some DJ work that I've done. So yeah, there you go. With that, I'm Scab. I'm G Money. I'm Lori Wild. And this is the Fake Ass Radio Show. Have a good night. Or morning. Or evening. Or afternoon. Or evening, afternoon, night. Or midday. Brunch. Whenever you're listening. (laughs) However you're listening. Yeah. Wherever (laughs) you're listening. Yeah. It's the Fake Ass Radio Show. (laughs) We... Are glad that you are listening. Mm-hmm. Baby. Thank you very, very much. Bye guys. Alright. Rest in peace. We love you. Do we rain Bye. water? Do we rain later. water? Bye. Do we love you? See you next week. Mm-hmm.